0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to the new Bucket List podcast. My name is Lisa, your Bucket List coach. Today on the podcast, I've got Victoria Craig. She had her wake-up call when her mother suddenly passed away. Then she started reevaluating her life and began creating the life that she always wanted. Thank you so much for joining me, Victoria.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: I like this. You're a You're, you're, uh, I like talking to people who have had a wake up call as well. So, it's uh, got something kind of in common here. But like, uh, we will get into that. So let's talk about your life before your wake up call. Like, were you happy? Did you enjoy your life before your wake up call?
1: I'd have to say no um in some respects I'd say I was pretending to be happy like i'm not sure I knew how unhappy i was um i would I was lying to myself you know I was in a uh, I was in a pretty toxic relationship not for a- re- really long time, but for a period before um my mother passed um I spent Uh, a lot of time or or years competing in um, fitness and bikini competitions so I was very very obsessed with body image and I definitely had some disordered eating going on around that so yeah there was a lot going on with me and I wouldn't also say that I was fulfilled in my work either so no I wasn't happy but I think I was trying to tell myself that I was if that makes any sense.
0: I think a lot of people can relate to that especially when you're doing all the things that you quote unquote are supposed to do. uh, I think you be happy, but you don't, sometimes you don't really know why you're not happy.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think as well, it's, You know, for me, it took a lot to happen for me to really look at my life and evaluate everything. You know, I buried I buried my head in the sand about a lot of things. And that's what, you know, I I see that happen a lot with uh, with other people. But I definitely buried my head in the sand with things that I didn't want to deal with. So I just pretended that they weren't happening.
0: Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to doing that before making a change. I mean, like what did you try to make any changes um, before or did you just settle and just hope it would get better?
1: It depends on what aspects we're looking at. I mean, I wasn't in a great place financially. I had a lot of debt and I never really did a huge amount to to move out of that. I definitely buried my head in the sand with that. Um, I, I mean, I was always trying to change things and be better in the fact around my competing and my training and my body. But that's where my, that's where my focus went. I was, I was obsessed with that. And I thought that was the, I thought that was my path. I thought that was the right thing at the time. Um, but it, it really wasn't. And I'd say I was just settling for, you know any in any other aspect of my life I was just settling for kind of the hand I'd been dealt or where I was I wasn't really doing a huge amount to try and change it and I, I wasn't aware of I wasn't self-aware that's one of the key that's one of the big things that's you know a massive change for me I wasn't self-aware so I wasn't even aware of my own patterns and my own behavior and kind of what I was doing you know and, and you know lots of self-sabotage in my life but like I would I didn't know that's what was happening.
0: Oh, I feel that I know. that really speaks to me as well i was doing I was doing the same thing, just just kind of going through the motions every day and not realizing that it could be so much better
1: <laughs> That's it, and we're not sorry, we're not, um, we're not brought
0: up (laughs) to be really self-aware
1: and to, you know, to be emotionally aware and to be able to look at our own patterns of behavior. It's not, so it's not something that I, well, for me, it wasn't ingrained in me growing up. So I never really looked into this stuff and you know, I didn't know a huge amount about personal development at that point either.
0: Wow. I feel like we have a lot in common. (laughs) This yeah, could go on. So, it's so true. I mean, we're not raised to be self-aware. We're not raised to try to work on ourselves and make things we may not like about ourselves better. Uh that's a really great observation.
1: That's uh so aware. it's so true. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're when your mother passed and you were going through this the grieving process and reevaluating your life. I mean, how did you reevaluate your life? Was there something you knew exactly that you're, you were just done with that you knew needed to change or did you just, you know, throw, a, did you just gut your whole life and start over? I mean, I'd say it
1: definitely happened in, in stages. Um it, so much happened for me in a, in a short space of time, which, you know, I think I've mentioned to you, but I'll just dive in um, a little bit deeper. And, you know, when my mother passed away, it was very, very sudden, you know, we had no idea. I spent the We had no idea there was anything wrong with her. I spent the day with her um, and I was looking at wedding venues because I was due to get married. And I do kind of, um, you know, sometimes I make a little bit of joke. And I think, oh, maybe she passed just to get me out of that relationship because it was a toxic (laughs) relationship. Um, And, you know, that really, I guess that really came to fruition when my mum passed away because I didn't have the support that I needed um you know when you lose someone that close to you i can't even explain the places that you go but you you know you you need to have people around you that build you up and not knock you down so it became very very challenging um when my mother had passed you know i wanted to be with my father and that was uh, you know, that was causing a lot of problems with the, with the relationship. And, you know, I was just getting knocked down and knocked down and knocked down. So I, I kind of, you know, I couldn't take any more. And I couldn't live with the guilt when I wasn't with my father. So I left. Mm-hmm. Um And then uh two days after I left, I found out I was pregnant, Um which it was just, it, you know, it was crushing for me at this point, because I have always wanted children, and I still do. Um, and I actually made the decision to have a termination because I couldn't, you know, financially, I was in £25,000 of debt at this point. I had nowhere to live. I'd moved back to my father's. Um, and also, if I was to have that child, it would have been brought up in a very toxic environment and with someone that would have probably done everything they could to to take the child away from me. Um, so, you know, going through all of that within six weeks, it you, I couldn't. I hit rock bottom and I, you know, I've never felt or been that way before. I didn't see a way out to begin with. And I didn't, uh, being honest, I didn't want to continue on this planet. You know, I did, I wanted my life to end. Um, I genuinely felt like I'd, I'd failed at life and that, you know, all I was doing was hurting people more. I'd be better if I wasn't on this planet I mean, that didn't, you know, that didn't, that didn't last. I shifted through that. It's, um, it's the only time in my life when I've, I've been that low. Um, but I just started to get a grasp of, right, what do I need to do to change? And the first thing for me was my financial situation. Um, that yeah. was the, that was the big thing because, you know, without, um, you know, without being in a good position financially, you don't have freedom. Um, and that's one of the things that kept, that kept me locked in, in, in a controlling relationship was that I didn't, I, you know, my, I didn't have any money. Um, so I worked on, I'd say I started with my, obviously I'd left the relationship. I then worked on building my finances, which was just opening portals. I ended up working about four jobs for a very long time to pay off all of my, um, all of my debt. I'm very, very lucky. I've, um, you know my father helped me he you know he actually I cause I had credit card debt and, and bank loans and he he gave me the money to pay it all off and then I paid him back every wow. every single penny and I think from you know it moved from the finances then through to jobs you know I I, I wasn't fulfilled in my work so I left um my job I started a new job um And, you know, again, I I was still following that path that is set by society. Get the good job, do the nine to five, get the corporate. Um, I was over, I think, three, the next three years, I was bullied to the point of depression in one job and I was made redundant twice. Um, So it was just, you know, it was like one thing after another. But what I learned is all of these were, it was like the universe just prodding me. (laughs) This is not your path. You know, and yeah, until man. you realize it, the same things are gonna keep happening and
0: keep showing up. Wow. That's amazing. There's a lot and there. You know, now after all that. Wow. The universe was not subtle to you, Victoria. Wow. It wasn't. But I've learned,
1: <laughs> you know, I've really learned now through a journey of self development and personal development to to listen to to listen to these kind of signals and these signs that are coming in. Um, and to really listen to, you know, to my body and, and to follow my heart. That's the, And I think that's the key thing for everyone. We're always told to do the sensible thing, the logical thing. It's actually doing you know, what actually feels right. If you can really connect to yourself, what feels right. And that's one thing I've really learned to to do um, throughout my own journey. And now, you know, it is five, uh, it's five years since my mother passed. But, you know, I now I listen to those signs and I finally... Built up the courage, worked through kind of fears, and I got comfortable being uncomfortable and started my own business, you know. And I've now shifted into the online world um, and I have my own coaching business, which I don't feel like I'm working any day. I absolutely love it.
0: Amazing. amazing. Oh my goodness, Victoria. You're like a powerhouse. You're an amazing example for anyone who is in a crappy spot and they just feel totally stuck. You're a prime example that you can get out of it. You can change it. You don't have to wait until somebody, you have an amazing, horrible tragedy in your life to kick yourself in the butt and get moving.
1: You can't, this is it. You well, for, with that as well, you firstly, you don't have to wait for anyone else to give you permission <laughs> to change. Um, yeah. You get to make that decision yourself and you get to follow your heart. And just understanding that you know, everything we do so I look at past me and old me, and I don't judge her, I don't, um, I don't regret anything that's happened. I've mm-hmm. learned all of the lessons, but I also now understand you know my patterns of behavior I understand what beliefs were ingrained in me what what was holding me back and I've worked through all of that and anyone can do the same you know and I still I still do all of that you know I don't know if we want to touch on um you know this year I've been through an awful lot then but I'm still going through a huge amount now but I still I still show up every single it's every single day I work on myself and work on my dreams because that's ultimately what fulfills me.
0: Absolutely. absolutely, And uh, there are a lot, so many people listening to this are going to be able to relate. And what's really great that you said is that you're still working on yourself, that you're not done improving yourself and improving your life. A lot of people think that when you've made it, you got out of that job, you got what the job you want, that you're just done, that you can just coast and nope. as Like, just like you said, that's not the case. You always keep moving forward and learning.
1: It never
0: stops. That's it. The inner work never stops. And
1: this is, you know, and this is what I work with with my clients. And actually, this is what I say with my messages. You've got to show up for yourself first. Um, So it's really key to, you know, one of the big things I'll say that has been transformational for me is my self-care practices you know, I meditate every day, I do breath work, I do, you know, I'll do movements. So whether it's walking and or doing some yoga, I will sit and journal and get everything out of my head, I will do various exercises, I'll do hypnosis, not every single day, you know, they they shift, but you know, I I work on my own myself, because what we find, it doesn't matter where you get to, things will always come up, you will always have, we will always have um, beliefs will always have blocks, um, but being aware of them means you can then work through them. So, you know, we keep, you know, we keep building ourselves up so that, you know, we get to one level and then we go right. What's next? What do I need to do to bring myself to the next level? How do I need to build myself belief, my confidence, my self worth to keep growing? And uh, yeah, it's just showing up for yourself first and doing that inner work is will will transform absolutely transform your life and it also sets you up for like life is a roller coaster you know you, you can say "Oh, well, I'll get to a certain place well you don't know what's going to happen when you get to that place so for example with me obviously I've um, when I decided to start my business I also decided to leave my home so I left the UK I got on a plane one-way ticket to India um, and I spent uh, well it was nine months in India um building and growing my business and doing the inner work and working on myself as well. Um and then obviously COVID struck. So COVID struck I came home. I've also got quite um unwell while I've while I've been home. Um I've had a number of health issues with regards to my digestion um and uh well very well, hair loss, lots of things have been going on with me where right? i actually i 'm now scheduled for surgery in in three three weeks to have my implants removed because I believe i 've got something called breast implant illness, but you know having these self care practices in place, having my rituals i call them, is what has got me through this so two, three years ago, this would have floored me. Um, I've lost three quarters of my hair, I'm wearing a wig at the moment, I've had chronic fatigue, you know, I've had some really severe um, gastrointestinal symptoms, you know, the list goes on, but every single day, I do my practices, I show up, I run my business, I show up for my clients, um, and it's just, it's kept my head above water.
0: Wow, I did not realise, wow, powerful those rituals really are because you are doing them regardless of how you're feeling regardless of how your day is going Mm -hmm. you have to do those rituals. it's kind of like an anchor I guess
1: totally and you know don't get me wrong there's the odd day where you know I might not do uh, an evening practice or something but you know six days out of seven they happen and it just it's uh, you know it's it's managing your own mental health and being able to be almost bring yourself out of your head you know when we get our minds get so busy we, we we're we just filled with all of these thoughts and we get lost in the future or in the past with anxiety and being able to do things like sit and be still and uh and do a meditation practice you can you can quiet your mind and you can observe your thoughts so you can start to Go, well, okay, well, I don't have to hold on to that thought. I can let that go or I can choose another thought. Um, and you get to really understand how you're feeling, what's going on, and you learn to manage emotions, which is something, again, we're not brought up with. We're brought up with good and bad emotions, right? You know, um, you know for example, you shouldn't feel angry. You shouldn't um, be jealous. You shouldn't feel resentful. All of these things, but they're normal emotions, you know, yeah. and I don't know if you've seen something called the emotional guidance scale again it's something I use a lot with with clients and it's you know you've got down on one end you've got grief and depression uh, and then at the top end it can be joy um, and passion fulfillment uh, but it's obviously fulfillment's not an emotion but it's different emotions and it's this scale. So, you know, from the bottom, the next one, it could be anger and then it could be jealousy and then it, and rage, And it could then go into frustration and into resentment and into boredom. And they're all pretty crappy things to feel, but they're normal. Mm-hmm. And if you can look at that scale and go, OK, well, if I'm feeling angry or jealous or resentful, well, I'm not I'm not down at the bottom at grief anymore. I'm moving up that scale. And then eventually you start to go into the more positive emotions, where it's then uh you know self belief, and then you move into um you know getting curious, and then you go into feeling happy and fulfilled and content, and you know that's not the exact order it goes in, but you, you get what I, you get what I mean with that and and, and you can yeah, start right. to understand, okay, this is normal. So when I'm at the bottom, I've got to go through quite a lot of these emotions that might not feel great. But each time I go through that one, I know I'm, I'm stepping up to the next stage and I'm moving closer to joy. Oh, wow. wow. I've never heard it that it's, such a, yeah, it's such a clever tool. But we're not we are not taught this stuff, are we? We don't we suppress. We're in a society that, that suppresses um our emotions and you know we put on we wear masks you know we've got to be brave we've got to be strong well actually no you've got to feel what it is you need to feel and you've got to process it and then you can let it go and you can move on to the next stage
0: yeah wow yeah well what what advice would you give to somebody who is in a, a toxic relationship or or unfulfilling jobs or what would what would you suggest that they uh they start to get out of that
1: I would suggest turning inwards so finding to start with your own practice that is going to allow you to to sit down and actually go right how am I feeling there's a there's a point where we've got to go I'm ready to wake up I'm ready to, you know, because we're telling ourselves lies, if we're not fulfilled in work, if we're not fulfilled in a relationship, whatever it is, you know, I I can't get any better, or I need this job because it pays the bills, whatever it is we're telling ourselves, we're we're lying to ourselves. So it's it's really being able to sit down and and ask yourself these these really deep questions, like what well, firstly, what is it I want to change? What is it that I really dream? And desire, because that could. And then, what is it that's blocking me? And if you don't know what's blocking you, reach out, because this is where you know. Like I've talked a bit about programming. You know, we are. Um, we lead with our subconscious mind, so that's a lot of our patterns and behaviors and beliefs they're in our subconscious so we're not necessarily aware of them we're effectively all programmed beings you know from from growing up you know from our younger years we're programmed through from our parents from media from um from peers uh, and from you know experiences uh be it pain, shame and trauma from our, you know, from our earlier years, we're programmed. So we're not always aware of what our beliefs are or how to change them. You know, so if you Mm -hmm. think, for example, that you have to. I think my biggest book is you don't have to accept your circumstances right now. You can change anything you want to reach out. But firstly, you've got to stop lying to yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've gonna I'm gonna listen to that again. Wow. <laughs> that's that's really great advice to get people started just to even just admit it that, and accept that you don't need to live in this. This is not your destiny. You can change it.
1: Yeah. And reach you know, reaching out and asking for support as well is is really key. And I think I think the one thing I will say when it's when you're in a, a, you know, a difficult relationship or a toxic relationship, most people around you can see that um, yeah. it's just because you haven't admitted it to yourself. And we're always worried about that. The, you know, there's that fear of judgment. Remember that the people that truly care about you, that's it. They love you and they want the best for you. Um, you know, and whether that's in a toxic environment in um in a relationship or possibly in a workplace or just not feeling fulfilled. You, you know, you, you don't have to follow a certain path and those that love and care for you, all they want is the best for you, which is your happiness.
0: Wow. Yeah, That's so true. Everyone knows and sometimes they won't tell you or they'll subtly tell you, but (laughs) yeah, a lot of times when you're fearing that judgment, you don't want to admit Um, the, uh, the situation that you're truly in
1: yeah 100% and I think as well another way to when someone's like oh I you know possibly not being completely honest with themselves or accepting or settling for where they are I always go look back at what are the patterns what are the things that keep showing up for you so for example you know with me um you know, I said to you in, in, in work, I was made redundant twice and I was bullied to, you know, the point of depression and resigning in another job. I'm like that was all signs that I was on the wrong path. Yeah, mm. it's not it's not that I was a failure or that I wasn't good at what I was doing or any. It was nothing like that, which at the time I thought it was just the universe saying this is not your path. You are meant for more. And we are going to keep knocking you down until you realize that and make, start making the shift.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this is lot to in, this is a take taken, Victoria. Yeah. I'm gonna brain. write a book one day. For you sure. I, I mean, in the, the twenty-four minutes we've been on this podcast, I'm um my brain is full. It's like I need to reread the chapter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is great, so much value. So um where can the people find you?
1: Um, well at the moment it would be the best place would be through Instagram because my website is actually under construction. Um my Instagram account is just simple. It's I am Victoria Craig, spelled C R A I G, like the boy's name. And that would be the best best place to find me. And then obviously if anyone is um, you know, struggling at the moment, feel free to, you know, reach out and have a have a chat. More than happy to um offer some advice and support uh you know like I said now I work with women to um you know transform transform their life and build a business and life of their dreams so it's um it's you know from where I was to where I am now I'm in a really even though you know challenges are still coming up for me I'm in a really rewarding place where I get to empower women
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, so many times it's hard for people to ask for help. But Victoria has got her door open. You, and I will put the link to her Instagram in the description of the podcast. And uh, that us to the final question. So, so if you died today, what would you be pissed that you didn't get to do?
1: Oh uh, I would say. Travel the world, fall in love and have a family. <laughs> They're still yeah. on my I'm still calling those in at the moment. But uh yeah, obviously travel is definitely on the agenda soon. Um and ultimately, yeah, I'd like to I'd definitely like to settle down and have a family.
0: That. I love that. Those are those are great, great things to uh to aim for. And since you've got you've got your set sight on the prize so i believe that you're gonna get there victoria i know i am it's all gonna happen (laughs) the universe is gonna tell you because the universe is not subtle with you as yeah as you mentioned (laughs) exactly
1: exactly
0: thank you so much for joining me on the podcast i learned so much so much insight i'm going to have to listen to it again
1: thank you so much for having me
0: it's been great and to my listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, again, check out Victoria's Instagram in the, in the description. And uh, don't forget, I believe in you and you got this.